Well, today was another round. Uh, each time it's a little bit different, but another round in the never-ending saga, apparently, of Khan al-Akhmar. Uh, today's hearing was once on our sixth petition, the Rigavi movement's sixth petition against an illegal Palestinian Authority outpost on Route 1, on the main highway of Israel, connecting Jerusalem to the Jordan Valley, the Dead Sea, and its eastern border. This outpost um, began developing as the Fayyad plan went into motion in 2009. We petitioned the court uh, to enforce the law. Um, demolition orders that had been issued were not, uh, were not implemented, and we wondered why that was. And we understood at the time when there were seven shacks and one illegal structure that there was a problem. And today there are 70 structures. And despite demolition orders and the state's commitments over and over and over again that they would tear down this outpost, it's still there. Today's hearing, the court actually, uh, the, the state claimed that, claims now that there are serious security issues involved and asked to have part of the hearing behind closed doors. Uh, even the residents of Khan al-Ahmad themselves opposed the closed door hearing. Rigovin did not uh, oppose having the security, uh, the, the head of the National Security Council, Tzachi Hanegbi, uh, present the state's uh, arguments behind closed doors. We did ask the court, though, that in, it should consider whether or not this, the people of Israel should be informed if there are actually not security, but political or diplomatic issues involved here. And have because you been informed? We have not been informed as of yet. We've asked the court to summarize the, court, the, the state's uh, arguments for us when it gives its either its judgment or decision. Um, we're still waiting for that. Because um, Regavim's representatives hinted that um, what might be at stake here is not specifically security considerations, correct. but pressures from foreign governments. Correct. And we believe that the people of Israel have a right to know that the state itself is behaving like a vassal state and is not upholding the law because of pressure by foreign concerns not to do so. That is something that, that, that Israeli voters should know about, and it is something that the government has to be forced to admit to in public if that's really what the, what the problem is. If there are real security concerns here, of course, Rigovim wouldn't demand that the court uh, make us privy to those considerations. But if the considerations aren't actually matters of security, but are matters of diplomacy or politics, we have a right to know that. So the situation at the moment is that both sides will be informed by the court uh, if there is a specific decision or it's just on hold indefinitely, as we know. It is not on hold uh, indefinitely. Um, there can be, the court said it would be handing down either a judgment or a decision. Um, we are hoping, what we, what we went to court for today was really to ask the court to instruct the state uh, to give a time frame for the relocation of the squatters at Khan al-Akhmar, as it has done uh, when there are cases of illegal Jewish construction. And we're asking simply that the court behave in an equal and uh, even-handed manner when the illegal construction happens on the other side. Uh, we can expect nothing less in a, in a state that is 
really a state of law and order, but the law is enforced universally and equally, and we're hoping that the the state that the court will be um, finally will have given the state. I mean, we believe that almost 15 years is enough time for the state to figure out how and when to enforce the law. Finally, if you let's just step back a minute and look at the wider political picture, because the mm-hmm. right wing always accuses the courts of blocking policies of right wing governments, and here we have the courts demanding evacuation of this Bedouin encampment, agreeing with uh, Regavim's uh, request, and we have the what we call the fully right wing government saying no to evacuation at this stage. It's rather well, ironic, no isn't it? No. Well, it's, it's ironic in a lot of other ways, but no one has said no. The state itself reinforced the, um, its commitment to actually removing this illegal outpost. This government, the preceding government, and all the governments beforehand, going back all the way till 2009, all the governments of Israel have said and given commitments to uh, removing this squatter's camp. They simply have not said when they were going to do so. Uh, and we believe that the time is long past since they should be forced to um, give specifics about this commitment and to stand behind it and then to actually live up to it. So it's not ironic because in that sense, it is ironic in other senses in that um, many, many of the members of the government and of the current opposition parties called for immediate removal of Khan al-Akhmar over and over and over again, some of them while they were in government, some of them while they were in opposition. Uh, So there's a consensus, and the state itself does not uh, deny that this is an illegal outpost and that it must be removed and that the um, standing, the existing uh, demolition orders should be upheld. Uh, They (laughs) they promise to keep their promise. They just don't promise when they're going to keep their promise. And that is unacceptable. That's not really the way the rule of law looks.